Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Ben Jessica, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash show. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, who's was cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this I left her some guano. Hey, how you doing, podcast people? This is that story show where we bring your real life stories into the spotlight. It's episode 399, bright to the week of December 22nd, 2021. I am your host. My name is Santa Claus. No, it's James Keniston. And my good friend is here. What are you open? <sighs> what? I don't want a lot for Christmas. All I want is just one thing. Oh. I don't know what it is, but I, I'm still... <laughs> I haven't found what I'm looking for. I hate that song John, so much. John, that's what my name is. I hate that song so much. <laughs> I don't know why. We have a segment where we talk about our least favorite Christmas songs. We should. We, we should. should. Let's do it now. Right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So all I want for Christmas is you is a terrible Christmas song to me. I I just, I can't stand it. I yeah. don't want a lot for Christmas. It's one thing I guarantee. You know. Wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> I don't know. It's unfortunate because that it's catchy. And it's probably why it's one of the most popular songs. Is it one of the most popular? I I think it is. Oh, I'm, that's I feel a shame. like my, it my is. faith in humanity. Well, it's because it used all of the Christmas tropes or tripes or i don't know tropes, it uses yeah. all the yeah it uses all the christmas things that you would want to find in a christmas song it's got the bells it's got the catchy jingle and i don't know but that's i i feel like i heard something sometime about that i could be making it up though i don't know well what what's one of your least favorites i i'm gonna i'm gonna start with this one um it's 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 a song that i don't think should be a christmas song at all but they played at christmas and um, it's that one that Amy Grant did, uh, it Grown Up Christmas List. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh. Yeah. I've got a few of them. No on more crying yes, in the rain. <laughs> no driving in the pain. No, I don't know the words. Yeah. Very yeah. Close. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I that got one, you. That one. This is my you got any others? Christmas List. Oh, dude. There is one. It's not popular all over the place. It's a regional favorite in Kansas City, and it's called It's Christmas in Kansas City, and it is annoying as crap. <laughs> I wish it sounds annoying. I could sing it to you, but it's something like It's Christmas in Kansas City. Sounds like a game show. Yeah, it's it's really bad. The plaza lights are looking pretty. 
Kansas City, I'll be there. So, yeah, not a good one. Mm. Not a good one. I got another one that is really bad. It's the, sir, I want to buy these. <laughs> you had to go there? My mama now. I, I've gone all year <laughs> without hearing that. And, um, <laughs> hey. and then I have to hear your version of it. Yeah. It, it, that song is so fake. It is. He either got ripped off and it's real and he was telling the truth and he got ripped off by some thuggy kid um, or it's just totally made up just to make people cry. Uh, uh, right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Why, why would we do that? Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. understand, but it's still better than I want to hip. I kind of like that one. Holy <laughs> <laughs> hippopotamus. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, How could you? It's terrible. <laughs> I hate her dumb voice. And I bet she has a dumb face that goes with it. So. <laughs> don't want an alligator. <laughs> don't crocodile. The dinky dinosaur. I want a hippopotamus to care for and enjoy. Yeah. No. I know the song. I know the song. I just don't like the song. So. Well, I got one last one. It's a it's a classic too. Okay. And and don't hate me on it. Uh, but I am not a big fan of Little Drummer Boy. No, I'm not either. I don't. I just. Well, I don't change the channel if it comes on. But that whole line about the rumpa pum pum is just. Yeah, weird. it's a little loopy. It's a little. Yeah. A little re- re- repetitive. Yeah. So no, I don't. I probably told everybody that before. I'm pretty vocal about that one. <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem with the Little Drummer Boy? That's yeah. great. That's great. Well, let's move right into an opening story because we just. We just brought everybody to our level on, on Christmas songs. Because um, <laughs> anyway, this, this is from Colleen Harrington. It says, my dad is a fun-loving but hardworking man. I can't remember a time he worked less than two jobs. Not because he was money hungry, but because his wife and three kids were hungry. So after years <laughs> of working for others, dad decided to start his own business. It wasn't a glamorous business. He, he bought a pumper truck and he cleaned out septic tanks. And after a couple of years, the business had finally picked up where dad was making a decent profit. And I suppose we were financially poor uh, when, when, when I was growing up. But mom and dad always sacrificed and saved. And I didn't realize it as a kid. And what we lacked in money, we made up for an abundance of love. So dad had a good year. And he went out and bought mom a really nice necklace and earring set for Christmas. But he kept it completely secret. Now, every year, my mom makes this huge five-gallon bucket of fruit salad. We've taken her to several therapists, but she still does it every year. We don't know why. No, I made that part up. But why <laughs> would you make a five-gallon bucket of anything? I don't understand. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. Everybody's regular, man, in that family. So, um, Dad, who is was not one to help in domestic chores had an unusual interest this year in helping with the fruit salad. So mom thought it was odd, but was happy for the help. So she let it go. Christmas day arrives as usual. There were gifts for all of us kids, which we opened as mom and dad looked on Christmas dinner time comes. And my dad is extremely excited to get to the fruit salad, fruit salad. Mm. Yummy, yummy, yummy. yummy. (laughs) (laughs) Who watched the wiggles? Raise your hand. I never did, but I know that one. It's a meme. Yeah. My kids watched it. Oh, that's great. Indirectly had to. So 
He asked mom to finish, uh, or no, he asked mom to dish him up some fruit salad, uh, which she served off the top. But dad tells her, dig in deeper. Puzzled mom digs into the bucket. Uh, Still not satisfied, dad takes the serving spoon and into the fruit salad up to the hilt. And out of that fruit salad deliciousness comes a plastic bag with two small, beautifully wrapped gifts. Dad, oh. Dad's trying, you know? He gets, yeah. he gets points for trying, but I don't think you're supposed to put stuff in mom's fruit salad. That's kind of gross. But anyway, That's shocked. Interesting. Mom was rendered speechless. Dad urged her to open the, the, the packages, and she, he beamed with pride when she saw the lovely jewelry. Mom cried. She hugged Dad and grinned from ear to ear. And dad had pulled off the ultimate Christmas surprise, Colleen Harrison. Thank you for sharing one of your Christmas memories with us. That's fantastic. I'm so glad to find out that mom didn't use one of the buckets from the septic tank cleaning business. (laughs) Because I was afraid that's where this was going. Oh, that would be the worst. Ever. <laughs> we all we got all we all got a bowl of that year. It was it was great. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's great. So um as far as stories go from my week, I the only one I have to share is that my wife um was really upset that my son had not yet gotten a Christmas ornament every year since they've been born, we get them a, a Christmas ornament a year Oh, yeah. and we mark down the date. And, and usually 99.9% of the time, the, the, the ornament has something to do with the year that we've had, like a trip maybe we took or an interest they took in a sport or a, a movie they liked or a character that they were in love with, you know, as a child. So we've got everything from Elmo to Jack Skellington you know, all the way up to Mickey Mouse and Barbie and princesses and, you know, just stuff from the past. And part of our tradition every year is opening them up and reading the cards that my wife has put in with them. We got this because you, you know, did this, this and this. And so anyway, my wife was really concerned that my son hadn't gotten his yet because my daughter loves goats. And so I got her one. She loves goats. With a goat. She loves goats, dude. She's, <laughs> That's funny. She's a weirdo, man. She's weird. <laughs> like just any old goat or just goats, dude. She loves goats. She would man. own a goat. Um, she loves baby goats. She loves live goats. She made a a entire uh presentation slideshow uh, <laughs> instead goats. of a Christmas instead of a Christmas th- list this year. And every page uh, had all the different things that she wanted. But at the very end was this beautiful baby goat. And it said, please buy me a baby goat, please, please. And I wanted her to have a goat so bad that I looked up the price of a goat. I looked up the credentials that you have to have to own a goat. And I looked up the rules of the city and the city ordinance bans goats Oh, in, in St. Louis. Now that hasn't stopped our neighbor. We have a neighbor that has a goat and he takes it down to the daggum uh, fire department and lets it eat the fire department's grass. Uh, so he's flaunting his goat ownership. So, yeah, but anyway, you're not allowed to have goats. You can have one. What a baby goat for Christmas. (laughs) Only baby goat will do. Anyway, my whole point is my (laughs) wife bought this Mickey mouse, uh, ornament and she gets it home and it's in a normal size box. But when she pulled it out, I think the thing was like 
three quarters of an inch tall. It was oh. it was nine dollars, ten dollars. Oh, and it's this tiny little tiny Mickey Mouse. I I like the tree. If we put it on the tree, I don't think we would ever see it again because it was so <laughs> tiny. And Get lost. Uh, and she felt so bad. My son tried to make it, you know, okay. You know, no, that's fine. You know, because he's real easygoing. He doesn't like putting people out. But my wife made us make a special trip out into the madness of oh. St. Louis traffic and the mall no. to go to, no. a, to, to a daggum, uh, what do you call it? Hallmark store and oh. trade it out. So we got a, so we, we got another D- Mickey mouse. We got uh steamboat Willie Mickey. And that well, reminds cool. us that um, Jay got to go to Disney world this year and had a good time with us. So anyway, cool. not a funny story, just a, just a story of, of my wife's passion for her children. Cause I don't love them as much as she does apparently. Um, because I'd have been like, <laughs> Hey, he's fine with it. He says he's fine with it. I'm not reading between the lines. We're done. We've got the ornament. And, uh, even though it's, you know, three quarters of an inch tall, I just can't imagine the poor person that's in some other country sitting there painting those little jokers and well, maybe that's making, the art of it, making a, do- a dollar a day probably. And, and, and just wondering oh. what the retail price is for them. Dumb Americans that are buying this oh, thing, man, I know I have a twisted thought process, but <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Humbug. Christmas, everybody. So, uh, anyway, there we go. That that's, that's pretty much all I got for this week. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we're rewinding our week then? I, I was. I was just kind of okay. trying to fill in something there. Well, I I I did something kind of exciting. Took two days off. All right. And took the family up to Greenville, South Carolina, nice. which is a pretty cool town if you uh if you've never been there. No. Um and uh we went and saw a Cirque du Soleil show, which I mean, usually, have you ever been to a Cirque du Soleil show? I have not. I've seen them, though. I've seen yeah. video. I I dig them. I think they're really cool, and they're great, and very artistic, and there's like a story with everything that they do. And this was kind of like that, but not really. And I I, I think the name of the show is Holidays, like Holidaze. Oh. It was like a cross between a little bit of Cirque du Soleil kind of acts, mm-hmm. but it was mixed in with some kind of, I don't know, song and dance routine that just, I felt like somebody hit me with an idiot stick when I was done with it. But really, I, <laughs> I just felt like, why did I watch this? <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. You know, did something with the family. We all had to get, well, not we all, but I had to get, you know, proof of COVID freeness. So, hey, everybody, I know that I don't have COVID. At least I didn't yeah. as of Monday. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was okay. I, it, was, it was just okay. So if huh. you're a, a big Cirque du Soleil fan and you have the opportunity to go see Holidays, go see it if it's free. But uh, if not, uh, no, it's, you're not missing much. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> I'm a real LBB, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm excited to announce the conclusion of our three-month contest to see yeah. if my head could be shaved. And uh, we, the deal was if we got to 100 patrons by the end of the year, 
So technically, I guess you still got another week you and do. a day. But you I, do. I just want to tell you right now, uh, since this is the show before Christmas, it's it's almost the last show of the year. Almost. We got one more. Uh, we're at 85 patrons right now. Whoa, 85. Yeah. So I'm I'm feeling pretty confident. Pretty confident that, that my next scalp. haircut will be a number two on the back and the sides, finger length on top with a little <laughs> spike in the front. So nice. You know that one. Yeah. Yeah. My next haircut's going to be a razor again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I want to announce that our registration is open for Narthex Con. If you're coming June 11th, 2022. At Benton Park Cafe in St. Louis, Missouri. We have a website, nlcast.com slash narthex, N A R T H E X. And uh, the registration is open. You can fill out the form. Please only fill it out if you're planning on coming. Make sure you get everybody that you want to come. We're going to limit it to 90 people, but I don't think we'll have that many. If we do, I'd be very surprised. So. But still, you know, you want to get it in there. And, and if you know you're coming, uh, go ahead to nlcast.com slash narthex and, uh, and, and sign up. It'll be awesome. I also yeah. want to uh, promote my YouTube channel. Uh, it's uh, nlcast.com slash YouTube if you want to get there quick. But um, I've got like, I want to say 80, 81 subscribers. And I would love to make a hundred by the before end the end of the year. year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be it. Would be cool if I can't do it in one area. I'd at least like to do it in another. So, you know, I don't know. But if, as far as the the haircutting contest, guys, there is a one dollar one. It's a one dollar tier that I added to try to help you guys just, just to do it. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the folks that do the $1 tier go ahead and pay annually. And so they're saving 10% on top of that. Whoa. And so, you know, I, I, uh, I, less than 12 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, middle schoolers, you know, talk to your folks. Yeah, because <laughs> homeschoolers. That's what too, most right? of them have been. Yeah, most of them have um, been um, middle schoolers and homeschoolers that are talking their folks into doing it. So for Christmas, I want my host of my favorite show to have a bald head. Yes, and it's only less than twelve dollars. Please, please allow it. Well, um, it is. <laughs> it's time for us. To, I feel like we should do a Christmas quiz. John, would you okay. happen to have a quiz for us to do today? Oh, I just so happen to have a quiz. Now, it's not for us because I know the answers. Okay. So it's just for me. This is a James Christmas quiz. All right. Are, are, you, are you ready for such I, madness? I'm probably not, but I've got to do it anyway. So Okay. I'm, I'm all right. I feel like I will fail. Do we have like Christmas bumper quiz music for this or anything? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. I just got to say that that intro was amazing. Thank you. Loved it. Sorry. And, it uh, wasn't I, enough. <laughs> no, it's plenty. I'm sorry. We just, I didn't know if uh, Christian was going to come out and quiz what you know. No, no, I don't okay. have any right. themed other music. It's just, it's okay. It's just the spirit of the season being sent out through the airwaves. That's all it is. 
and and me feeling really bad that I didn't take the extra time to do that. <laughs> don't don't you even worry about it, dude. Cuz I pulled this quiz together today. So. <laughs> All right. Well, are you ready for your first question? I am. All right. Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree, according to this quiz that I pieced together from Cosmo.com? Oh. <laughs> Is it England? Is it Germany? Is it France? Or is it the United States of America? I'm going to say that it's Germany. Okay. All right. We'll come back to that. Oh, okay. Okay. Or do you want to know the answer I want to know. I want to know. You are correct, sir. Yay! Comes from Germany. Very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. So, next question. How many ghosts show up in A Christmas Carol? Oh. Is it one? Is it three? Is it four? Or is it five? It's four. Four. Because um, his, his Scrooge's partner jacob marley shows up first and he's a ghost final answer that's my final answer you are correct sir yay see that was supposed to be tricksy yeah it was kind of tricksy but you you saw right through it all right well we're gonna go to another christmas classic uh in this question and that is in the movie home alone okay where are the McAllisters going on holiday when they leave kevin behind is it Orlando? Why? Is it Frankfurt? Why? Is it Paris? Why? Or is it Jackson, Wyoming? What? <laughs> it's Hawaii. The the first one we're talking about. The first movie? Oh. Uh-huh. So it's not Hawaii. No, it is not. In fact, in none of the Home Alone movies is it Hawaii. Oh, gosh. Let me hear them again. I thought I knew for sure. Orlando. Orlando. Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Paris. Or Jackson. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Orlando, even though I don't think that's right. I'm sorry, James. You are incorrect. Ah, where were they going? It is Actually, Paris. Aww. Remember how Buzz is asking, uh, do French babes really shave their pits? Uh, or not shave them? But, you know, that. anyways, and they're actually in France, and then there's part of that uh, a wonderful life, and it's in French. Dadgummit. I was doing so good. You were doing so good, but that's okay. Two out of three so far, that's not bad at all. I hate you, Macaulay you Culkin. Macaulay! All right, well. We're going to go back to talking about countries. Which country did eggnog originate in? Germany. Is it England? Why? Is it Japan? Is it France or is it good old US of A? Ah. Uh, gosh. What were they again? I was talking. <laughs> is, is it Hawaii? No. Is it England, <laughs> Japan, France, or USA? I'm going to say France, even though I think it's England. Is that your final answer? Yeah, it's going to be this time. Eggnog was actually developed in England. Oh! Man. So close, so close, so close. <sighs> Seems you like you should have gone with thing. your gut on that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I like some eggnog, good sir. Uh, do you like eggnog? I do. I do too. Like if I drink too much of it, I think I would throw up. But I like I like just enough of it, you know. Like it's so thick. I think if I drank a stomach full, I would barf it up. But yeah, I I, I always well when I was drinking dairy, uh, I would always cut it with um, just regular milk, right? Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be so thick and it would last longer because that's how my mom would make it last longer for us because you know we didn't have a lot back then right but, right um, right so now i drink uh oat uh eggnog <laughs> oh god and it's not bad i like it ah. but it's a little thick so i have to put almond eggnog in but anyway that's <laughs> i don't care about that how disgusting <laughs> you ready for your next question i don't want to be a human anymore <laughs> you eat oat, oat eggnog that's so gross anyway sorry it tastes, it tastes good it just tastes ma- good. mocking your way of life it's not called eggnog either because it doesn't have eggs in it either. So. Right. It's just oat nog. It's oat nog. Uh. <laughs> it, it's all about the nutmeg. Anyways, there's question number, what were you at? Five? Here. Okay. Uh, question number five. How many gifts were given in total in the 12 days of Christmas song? Oh, God. Is it? Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Is it 12? Is it 200? Is it 364? Or is it 512? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say 200, even though I think it's a little bit higher. You are correct. It is actually 364. Uh, I had a feeling. That's a lot of gifts. That's a lot lot of of gifts. A lot of expensive gifts, too. I would have guessed wrong on that one, too, just just so you know. So where do we get the 12 days of Christmas from? By the way, that I, you know, I don't know. I should have, I should have done some research. I don't know. And why? Why is this guy giving all this stuff to his true love? I mean, who wants four calling hens? I don't know. Birds or whatever they are. French hens. Okay, so the twelve days of Christmas is the period in Christian theology that marks the span between the birth of Christ and the coming of the Magi. It be- really? Yes, it is a thing. It begins oh, no. on December 25th, and it runs through January 6th. Wow. Do you think? Do you think the the Christians were like, oh, we got to compete with the Jews because they got the you know the eight nights of Hanukkah. We're gonna have the twelve days of twelve Christmas. days. Well, beat them somehow. Yeah, ours is better. Even though we uh, wouldn't even have a faith if not for the Jewish people, right? <laughs> Oh, oh boy, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I that just sounds weird to me. I don't think that jives with my theology at all. <laughs> I think it's more like two years before they got to Jesus. Well, right? you see that I, I have a theory on that though. What if, what if they started early? Hmm. You know, everybody assumes that they started on the day they were that he was born. But what and if the they star appeared? Right? What if, right, right. But what, yeah, but, but the star um, was noticed by the shepherds because of the angels. But right. what if it had been there and only the wise men would have noticed it's, it's, you know, I don't think it was this big giant star in the sky that shined down on, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't, it, the, 
getting theological here, I don't think the Bible even says that the, the shepherds saw stuff. Yeah, I, I think they were told. The angels appeared, and they were told, yeah. they were told where to go. So, so my them. theory is the star could have been there at any point. And, and, and so it might be that the wise men showed up in, in, uh, in, in Bethlehem, you know, on the night. Yeah. Could have been, I don't know. I don't care. Could have, really? Honestly. I really, honestly, right. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, Jesus, I don't think was born on December 25th, but that's just my take. Right. I, I actually, I yes, know. you're, you're right again. So, uh, we don't, we don't exactly know, but. Uh, and while I'm ranting about holidays, yeah. Easter, come on, man. Yeah, We know about when Jesus died, but we s- insist on celebrating Easter on the zodiacal, what, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. let's move on to Christmas. Let's do it. You know, I didn't make any Christmas bumpers, but I do have a few Easter ones. So, <laughs> no, I don't. I just have this one. You're an idiot. So, there you yeah, go. Yeah, thank you. That's for the oat nog right there. Okay. <laughs> well, you're you're at two correct and, and three wrong. Do you want to try to make it even? or? Oh, okay. <laughs> no. All right. All right. I can give you one more question. Okay. 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 And I'll give you, I'll give you a semi-easy one, okay? All right. Uh, this, this actually comes from another movie, which I, I, I'm rather fond of. Uh, in which Christmas movie does Tom Hanks play six? Of the character. Oh my gosh! Uh, the freaking Christmas Express. Uh, the Express you know, movie. The, the Polar Express. Yeah, that one. Is that your final answer? That's my Do you final want me to even give you more options? No, I'm. You I'm, are. Correct. Yay! <laughs> yeah, you're correct. Yep. He plays the hero boy, the father, the conductor, the hobo, Scrooge, and Santa Claus. Yay! That movie freaks me out, man. It's a great story, but the motion capture crap is yeah, it's so so early in its yeah. They have that kind of because you can't motion capture the inside of the mouth, and, yeah, and the eyes. And so it's it's, it's a of, little wicked. It's a little weird. Yeah. A little scary. But I love the scene where the 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 the, the uh, train comes off the tracks because of the ice. Oh yeah, it's so great. So. Caribou. I love that scene where they have to stop and those two conductor dudes <laughs> what are they the engineers i guess is yeah yeah it's awesome yeah and 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 sims rachel in the chat rooms right that they, they tried to make them a little too realistic and so yes. they fall in the uncanny valley where where they're yes. just they're not human but they are human and that freaks us out and you know yeah. and they not only did this the the motion capture get better with um the christmas carol with jim carrey but they also they also made some of the features really eccentric, I guess maybe, just kind of to help break that uncanny valley. Yeah, feel. yeah. Well, they made him more not human. Yeah, they made him yeah. more cartoonish. More cartoonish, right? Yeah. But that's another one that kind of freaks me out. Anyway, so does it? Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm fond of that one too. So. so anyway, I wanted to save a spot in the show for some Christmas thoughts and, uh, and thoughts. some things that, you know, we do in our family that I think are unique and special. And I don't know that anybody else does, but when I was a kid, we got stockings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. But they were just, they were just full of stuff, you know, which is fine. But my wife has this thing that she 
you know, her family did for her. And I'm assuming her family did for that, that, you know, the mother, the grandmother, all the way down is, um, we have to wrap every item that goes into the stocking. And it is a pain in the butt. I will tell you that right now, because odd shaped things is, is what, you know, stockings are for, but, yeah. uh, we wrap every single thing and our kids love it. And they yes. always have. Yeah. And, uh, so that's, that's something, I don't know that everybody, if anybody else does that, but well, well um, we do. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Like, like all the gifts that go in the stocking. In fact, the stockings are really kind of, I mean, that's like the first thing that will get opened up on Christmas. Yeah, same here. But that's really the highlight of it because um, it's always, Amy's great with this stuff. She's so thoughtful and, and creative and I'm so undeserving, but um, she, uh, she'll, she'll, she has a limit. Everything that gets wrapped has to be $5 or under. Oh. And so like the stockings are full of, you know, inexpensive type things and I have to get creative every year to try to to figure out how am I going to give her good stuff for $5 or less. Right. And cuz she's super practical. She's like, you know, the kind of person that you know, usually they tell you don't give me a, a an iron for Christmas whereas my wife is like, yeah, give me an iron for Christmas or a bonder. <laughs> I I I just need, you know, give me stuff that I need. So, yeah, I we wrap it though, and that's 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 always fun. Yeah, we wake up, we we uh open um the, the the stockings and um the presents from the grandparents oh okay. and then we have breakfast and then we come back and open gifts and breakfast is always monkey bread you ever ah yes yes so good i could eat some crazy monkey bread yeah love it absolutely love it um on christmas eve though um since the children have been infants Santa is always brought a Christmas Eve gift and we did yeah. do the Santa Claus thing with our kids. I don't know. What about you? Did you guys do it or, or no? Yeah. Kind of ish sort of. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't like tell them though. There's no, uh, you know, we never, never said but that, you never Spoilers. Pr- pr- uh, but you never promoted it. huh? But we, I mean, if, if, and sometimes we kind of did, I guess, because they'd get a gift from Santa. Oh, okay. So, okay. You know, yeah, well, good, good. Uh, I think it's I think it's harmless. Some people think it's the devil, you know, and that's fine. Sure. If if you like that's the okay. devil, uh, that's fine. But I don't. You like probably it. let your kids read Harry Potter too, don't you? Yeah, I did. I did. I actually read it. <laughs> read it to them. Um, I brought them right into the coven, and uh, they are <laughs> deeply involved with uh, the de- demons of the world. So I bet uh, you they're Freemasons now too, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, so, so every year, um, there's a knock at the door and, um, the kids come running and open the door and there's a package. And since they were very little, it has been, uh, or since they were old enough to run to the door themselves, it's, uh, it's always been pajamas that they hmm. wear for Christmas Eve and then therefore for, you know, in pictures for Christmas morning. So there's a plan there, but my son just told us last night that he was terrified when he would hear Santa knock on the door <laughs> really? and he would go hide behind his door and cry a little bit. Oh, really? Until he, he heard sh- the knock. Yeah. <laughs> we had no idea. <laughs> He's here. Why? And, um, and so, you know, she, he, he would wait for Jenna to come and open the door 
and grab the presents and then, you know, shut it. And then he would come out and everything was fine. He said he loved the idea of Santa Claus, but hated the man himself whenever it was, you know, nearby. Oh, man. Which uh, brings me to the tale of the time I scarred Jay for life. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, <laughs> it was one night and he was having trouble sleeping. And, uh, it was Christmas Eve and I was trying to convince him he needed to go to bed. Um, because Santa Claus doesn't come until you go to sleep. Right. You know, that's, right, that's right. the whole thing. And, uh, he, he wasn't, he wasn't having it, you know, he, he was not going to be able to sleep. And so I, it, my heart in my heart, my intention was to go outside and, make it obvious that Santa was trying to come into the house. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking and entering. (laughs) He was trying. So I went outside in the backyard and I yelled, ho, ho, ho. (laughs) And I heard the most high pitched scream. Oh, coming from the house. It was my poor son who I only yesterday found out was scared of Santa Claus. Anyway, (laughs) You didn't know. I didn't, didn't know. know. I was my, my, like I said, in my heart, I was just trying to get across. Oh, Santa's out in the backyard. I need to go to sleep. But it terrified him and he screamed and cried and it was terrible. Oh. And we had to calm him down. And he finally, I think just passed out of exhaustion. And, <laughs> and he still remembers that night. And he's like, what were you thinking? And I'm like, I wasn't thinking bad things. I was thinking good things. I wasn't. Trying to scare my one and only son. <laughs> Why is Santa carrying a chainsaw? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh man! <laughs> oh, that's too good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know you try you try to be a good yeah, parent. No, um, and because I didn't have great parents, so I try to be a good parent, but I, I still butcher it. You know, it's, it's still there's. Well, me and my wife wonder, you know, what stories will be told on us, you know, to, to other people about this. Somebody's got to carry on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day my dad scared the crap out of me by pretending to be Santa Claus. Sorry, he'll have a deeper voice and, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's got a deeper voice now. He does, man. He's like, dad. My dad oh, scared dad. the poop out of me. Oh. oh, man. So what? You know, we... Were you asking me what? Yeah, would you do I was mess wondering. Up our kids what, have you, what have you done to mess up your kids? Yeah, no. we we made a decision earlier when they were pretty young um, to only give them three gifts. Oh, uh, yeah, three gifts. They only from us. They only get three gifts, and that includes you know the ones from Santa too. But um, so they would only get three gifts from us. And, um, and, and, and on top of that, because Christmas is about giving and not getting, um, we always wanted them to participate in, in some sort of, um, giving back too. Okay. So we always had, uh, uh, opportunities through church, like, uh, Operation Christmas Child, where they could, you know, fill a shoebox and, um, we would have service projects that we would get them involved with. Uh, we have a, thanksgiving outreach um at this at the church and so um we would have them involved in you know helping with that and and just different stuff one year we went one year we actually packed um 
uh, food for these, uh, like, like things that were going, like these food sets or that were going out to people in yeah. some country. So, you know, we had him involved with that. That was all, all pre COVID by the way. So right, right. Way different, way different now, I'm sure. But um, so that was that was that. So we uh, we had three gifts that we would give them because you know Jesus got three gifts. You know the gold, ah. and then um, and then they would they would give three gifts as well. So they would you know give through service and stuff. And those would be the gifts that they give to Jesus. You know, so that was stuff. And I and hopefully that didn't ruin their lives. But <laughs> maybe that, it did. If it, if it was done right. It runs. It, it could be very impactful and very awesome if it was done bad, John. And I don't know. I I I, I believe in you. I really do. But if it was done badly, you have ruined their lives. I just want you to yeah. know. Kids, get in the car. We're gonna go give our gifts to Jesus now. You're, Hurry up! You're getting three gifts, and one of them's a pine cone with peanut butter and bird seed. So you're hanging oh, it up outside. Best. So yeah. that's great though. That's, that's an interesting idea. I mean, we've always done a budget. We've always had a budget and right. we don't count how many gifts we give to each kid. It's, it just depends on what they want and, and if it fits in the budget and if, if they want something expensive, then they, they have the understanding that they're going to get a lot fewer gifts than, you know, the other kid that just wanted matchbox cars, you know, or whatever. Right. So, uh, so, but that's interesting. That's an interesting way to do it. So well, it's, been fun now now that johnny's older though uh you know he just wants like one very expensive gift. right he wants a and and unfortunately there are no graphics cards that you can buy uh very yeah. easily this year so yeah it's rough makes makes life difficult and he's he's kind of like me apparently i'm d- d- tough to buy for um yeah i am too i bought all my own gifts this year <laughs> i didn't ask for anything so that way, I'm not going to be disappointed. Of course, you didn't. She didn't. You're. You should have. You should have asked for a shut up Nero, or suit up. <laughs> suit up shut Nero. Up. Suit up Nero shirt. T shirt from uh, shirt shirt. Yeah, uh, stored out in com, You know, it's not too late. Not too late. Yeah, it's too late to get it by Christmas, but it's never too late to, <laughs> to order it. But yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I I remember as a kid uh, in the 80s, we had this tree that we bought. Nowadays, the trees are all fiberglass, I think, or something. You know, I don't know what they're made out of. They're bristles, you know, bristles. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah. But in the 80s, we had this gargantuan fake tree that had real branches and had plastic. I don't know what else to say. It just clumps of like fir leaves, you know, or, or thistles or whatever they're called, you know, spikies. I don't know. Um, and they would plug into the, the branches and stuff. And the tree had to have weighed a hundred pounds, just all the (laughs) the plastic that it was made out of. And I remember it was plastic because we, we got certain light bulbs that we couldn't put on the tree because they would melt the daggum. Melt your fake branches. Yeah. It'd melt the, the, the bristles or whatever. So, um, but my mom would, would do a great job, you know, with the ornaments and the, and the lights, she would weave them, the lights inside around the trunk of the tree and then kind of spiral them out. And so 
it wasn't just the outside of the tree that was lit. It would be lit from the inside as well. Inside, yeah. Yeah. And it was really neat. And, and then she would put on the ornaments and even, she was real picky about it, you know, bigger ornaments to the bottom, smaller ornaments to the top, you know, had a, had a way of right. doing that. And then she would pull out the tinsel. Oh boy. And I don't know if, if people today even know what tinsel is. Do they even sell tinsel anymore? But I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I've seen it. Silvery strands like spaghetti of, of just silver. I don't even know what it's made out of. It's made out of plastic, I guess. Yeah, but it's like a real light, uh, very light. Plastic. Float it's almost like float in the air, like angel hair or something. Yeah, like if you took one of those um, mylar balloons, yeah, the silvery ones, and yeah. just shredded it into really fine strips. So she would buy about 14 packages of this stuff, and she loved it. She would load it on there, and she'd let us. And you placed it by kind of throwing it at the tree. And then it yeah. would just glide down and then hang. And I guess the the idea was to it was like icicles or something, you icicles. know. Icicles, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but by the time my mom got done, it was like a big silver rocket ship. And she <laughs> she covered everything <laughs> with it. I mean, the lights oh, couldn't yes. even blast through. It was it was crazy. And uh we used to do something dangerous with it, though. Uh, we had a, <laughs> we had a kerosene heater, Ooh. Uh, and uh, that was I know what you did. That was the heat source. You you'd pick off a single tinsel piece, mm-hmm. and and you would hold it in your fingers above the heater, and the heat would take the tinsel up into the air, but it would also cook it. Yeah, in midair, and then melt it, it, and then it would fall down on the top of the heater. So um, <laughs> first of all, I want to make a disclaimer. Nobody should do that. It's stupid. and could cause a fire, <laughs> but anyway, very dangerous. It was very fun and uh, very dangerous. So Starfruit dude says they still sell tinsel. Wow. And, uh, the Christmas chair has some too. So, Hey, that's awesome. It's good. It's good that some people get tinsel. We get nothing sparkly on our tree now. I, I miss it. I miss a little bit of sparkle. I want like garland. I want silver yeah. garland, or Shiny, gold yep. garland. And my wife hates it. She thinks it's tacky. She equates it with her poor upbringing. She just doesn't like it. Uh, so we do ornaments and lights and that's it. And, and it yeah. looks fine. We have a ton of ornaments from all of the years. The but years. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway. We speaking of trees, if you don't mind me interjecting, um, my wife is kind of in charge of that too. So, which is great, and I'm and I'm I'm fine with it. You know, I grew up having colored lights on the tree, and she says that trees should have white lights. Oh, and so uh, ever since we've been married, we have white lights on the tree. Oh. So, I, but she did she did appease my desire for the the colored lights, and we used to have in our old house when we had space. Um, we would have two trees. We'd have one upstairs for the boys, and that one we would put colored lights on. It, oh, good! And that was nice. But um, this year, uh, we've been we've been getting real trees lately uh, for the past few years. It's just kind of nicer. But we get these little tiny ones, and we put them up on a box. Okay. So that it's uh, you know it looks like a tall tree, but it's really only three or four feet tall. So, but uh, this year I was just crazy busy with stuff. So we we went ahead and got a tree, and we got it in time. But Amy was like, we got to put the lights on that tree. And so um, I didn't have time. So she did it. And, and then she also did all the decorating part. 
I, I always had the responsibility of the lights. Yeah, that's is, my job too. You know, that's what I do. That's that's one thing I'm I'm kind of sort of good at. And um, and I came home from work one night, and she's like, "Hey, I got the lights on the tree," and I said, "I see that." <laughs> I didn't want to tell her that she did a bad job. <laughs> and so I didn't. <laughs> I just like, wow, this, it looks it looked good. It did. Uh, but a couple days later they started like falling off the tree and clung. <laughs> and um and we were gonna have a, a Christmas party that James wanted to to set up and, uh, with some of his classmates, and I was like, you know what, I I'm just gonna fix the lights. So I completely undecorated the tree. Oh my goodness, John, that's commitment right there. And put the lights back on the way that I felt that they needed to be so that they wouldn't be falling off and stuff. And then redecorate it. And I, I did kind of okay on decorating. All right. Um, and I'm pleased with it. And Amy was happy with it too. And and she was apologetic that she did the, 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 the lights wrong, but I was like, you know, that's okay. It's all right. We, we work together and it's still going to be Christmas. Who cares what the tree looks like? Right. 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 Oh, it's all done. But, uh, that was, that was a risky move. On decorating the tree, and it felt wrong because it wasn't even like it was just like last weekend. Yeah, so, that's yeah. like stealing baby Jesus's blanket. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I want to, I want to rebundle him. Yeah, <laughs> his swaddling it's clothes not- are loose. <laughs> mm. Oh no! I, yeah, we did white lights until we had kids. And wow. then we did a mix where we would do, cause hmm. I like colored lights, but the new LEDs are real dark. Yeah. They're, they're not super they're like bright. The, yep. Like the yeah, incandescence like, used to be. So I like had to, to go mix. Back to incandescent because of that. Yeah. I, I like to mix white lights in just to get some brightness in there. So, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, what's your favorite Christmas song, John? My favorite Christmas song? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a tough question. I I I I I think it's <laughs> I don't can, can, know. I'll share you mine. All right. Okay, I'll think about it for a second. I like Oh Holy Night. Okay. That's you a good know. powerful one. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, fall on -hmm. your knees. Oh, hear the angel voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, love it. Love it. Yeah, that's a great song. I I would say that's probably in the classical, uh, the classic type ones. That would probably be one of my favorites. Yeah, Mariah Carey did a cover of it. Did she really? Yeah. Fun fact, I sang that song. In the Peabody Hotel in Orlando, Florida, when I was in middle school. Oh, really? Yep, I did. It was a duet, me and a kid named Steve. Steve, if you're listening to the show, I still remember that we sang that song together. Sweet. Maybe it was Steven. I can't remember. Anyways, yeah, it was uh, great for a middle school kid. Well, sing. if you can't think of your favorite song, maybe a, I mean, we went through and we, we butchered, you know, we butchered yeah. a bunch of bad ones. What are what are some of the ones that that rise to the top for you? All right, don't hate me for this, but there is a song that came out in the eighties. Oh boy, um, that 
I know that you hate it because I think we talked about it. Yeah, I think I know what you're going to say. But the uh, do they know it's Christmas? I like that one. (laughs) Even I know it's it's terrible, but and it's not really a great Christmas song. But it's you know it's such a guilt trip. Here's a white guilt trip song for you, everyone. And and you thought that they said the only gift they'll get this year is flies. (laughs) I remember that. That is it, though, right? No, they. The only gift they'll get this year is life. We went through this last time, John. <laughs> I still sing fly. <laughs> I have been corrected, my man. I was okay. The only gift they'll get this year is life. Is life? Yeah, it's not yeah, flies. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, <laughs> but yeah. that's not my only favorite Christmas song from the '80s. Okay. Last Christmas, I'll give, give you, you my, my heart. heart. Yeah. Not a Christmas song either. It just happens to be coincidentally a during Christmas when he gets dumped. But <laughs> that song uh, makes no still, sense to me at all. It never has and it never will. That Well, I mean, you know, he gave his heart away on Christmas and by Boxing Day, she had boxed it up and, and gave, gave it away it, to somebody else. Gave it away to somebody else, which makes no sense whatsoever. You know what? That, that you're right. And That's next me. year, he says he's going to give it to someone special. So was she someone that wasn't special? Was he cavalier in giving his heart away? And hmm. if so, then I blame him. So, you know. huh. and like, how did he get it back to give it to the next person? Yeah, exactly. If she gave it away, if she returned yeah. it, if she forward gift regifted his heart, mm, so to speak. Snap. You know, I don't know. Anyway, I feel like I need to have a better Christmas song to to end with, though. Okay, but I don't. <laughs> I can't think of it right now. That's all right. We got some stories that were submitted That's... by people, and we ought to get to them because we're uh, running out of of uh, of airtime here. Um, Shane San Shen in the Discord has a story called "Passive Aggressive Gift." When I was dating my wife, we often visited her great aunt. And when her great aunt first met me, she saw something about my appearance she did not like, but she didn't let anyone know. She didn't tell anyone her concerns. Instead, she hatched a passive-aggressive plan to fix me. So that Christmas, she handed me a small gift, which I eagerly unwrapped. And the gift was a small battery-powered device for trimming nose hair and ear hair. (laughs) Oh, When when my then-girlfriend protested in absolute horror, the great-aunt said innocently, Oh, I thought he could use it. (laughs) And you know I did. He says, I still use it to this day. When my nose hair and ear hair get unmanageable, it turned out to be one of the most useful gifts I've ever gotten. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I don't have one, by the way. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. you know what they call, it's not necessarily passive aggressive, but my, I have a friend um, and he and his wife, whenever you give somebody a gift that you want them to have, you know what that's called? Oh, no, no, I don't. They, they call it a stew gift. I don't know if that's a Canadian thing or if that's a them thing, but they, they like he gave her a gift that he wanted her to have. And she's like, I don't have any use for this. And so they, they call those stew gifts. Huh. Like, they're hilarious. That's interesting. Like I bought my wife so many stew gifts. Like one time I bought her a Palm Pilot for Christmas. 
she's like so not into technological things. And I'm like, this is an awesome gift. You're going to use it, be organized, and you're going to love it. And she's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, man. No. That we, was before kids. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And we've always been so budget conscious that we, we, uh, we pretty much quit guessing what each other wanted and trying to do surprises early on. And yeah, uh, yeah nowadays we kind of buy our own presents, but, or, or we just give a list with links to Amazon. <laughs> you know? Man, and, that's uh, smart. I bet you Amy does that and I just totally miss it because I'm so clueless. <laughs> Why does she keep sending me these Amazon links? I don't, I don't understand. But man, it made it so easy this year because I just my my son did the same thing, my daughter did the same thing, and and uh, Christmas was a breeze. I get oh. I get kind of stressed out about Christmas. So I I'm getting there too, man. I like this has been a tough one, but anyways, it's not about that. I got a story about Christmas fears. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this comes to us from Kelly C from Pennsylvania. Hi guys, I've been listening for maybe a year, both to the old and new. It's a fun combo. I bet. Due to the virus that shall not be named, Mm -hmm. my two very young kids, husband and I, had to cancel all our Christmas plans and hole up together. Oh, but I am so sorry. Uh, Hopefully this will be, you know, good news for you. Well, let's see. Try to to try to get through the disappointment and sadness. I'm listening to your show. Hopefully it will help. Oh, hopefully. Or words, not mine. And then I, I will echo that. I hope it does help. Uh, <laughs> Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. I don't know. I don't know. Sir, I want to buy these shoes. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to write about a COVID Christmas. It's going to be a theme. It needs to be a song. Somebody I'm sure it's to write. Be. And it's just about how you couldn't get on a plane. You couldn't go see your aunt. You know, your great grandma <laughs> died. It was her last Christmas. And you know, you missed the whole thing. Because, oh, dang. Because your husband got COVID. COVID uh, Christmas. <laughs> sounds like a country song. <laughs> okay. Uh, COVID Christmas. It's greatest song idea, James. Maybe get on that in uh, 2021. We'll have a new hit. Or 2022. <laughs> Well, Kelly says, when I was eight years old, I had a neighbor ask me what Santa was going to bring me for Christmas. Being clueless about the ways of the world, I asked who Santa was. Wow. She wow. Said, Hats off to those parents, man. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you make... <laughs> Did you lock her in a box? Kelly, were you raised under the stairs like Harry Potter? Yeah, <laughs> <Harry Potter. laughs> <laughs> Wow, that is awesome. Uh, congrats on that, by the way. Um, the, the, the neighbor said, um, she said, he's a big guy in a suit who comes down the chimney with presents. <laughs> oh, I said, we have a wood stove. He'd get stuck. I, I didn't think much more of it. Perhaps this fat guy only came, came from to certain houses, but I do recall having nightmares. <laughs> I do recall having nightmares of finding a fat man stuck in our wood stove. After- <laughs> That's, that's that's so frightening. You can try to save your kids from Santa, from the evil of Santa Claus, and this happens. This happens. That's why you can't win as a parent. I'm telling you. We, you know, my son went and hid and cried every time we did our special 
Christmas Eve yeah. knock at the door. And, <laughs> and 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 old Kelly over here, she gets to have fears that have nothing to do with what her parents did of, of no. a fat guy stuck in her chimney. So Wood stuff, that is a terrifying thought. <laughs> Open that thing up to throw in a, a, a piece of wood, and there's a big old leg sticking That's in a there. boot. Just burnt, <laughs> oh, no. it's on fire. You hear this fat guy trying to 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 <laughs> take in air because he's stuck in this chimney pipe. Yeah, man, that's great. But she says, "I hope you enjoyed my first story, and I hope to write more about my crazy three year old son." Merry Christmas and God bless you all. Yeah, Thank you, Kelly. Let your let your crazy three year old son out of the box that you're raising him in. Out of <laughs> yeah, you know, if 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 you're doing that, so she might not. She might have you know had to spill the beans on that Santa Santa character. That's after true. All, so. That's true. Boaz writes, uh, being Jewish, I do not have many Christmas stories, but there is one notable tale that my Zidi. I, I don't know how to pronounce that for sure. I'm going to say Zidi, though. It's Yiddish for grandpa. Um, always enjoys retelling and laughing about. My uncle owned a toy store in Iowa, and like many toy stories, every year he had an actor dress as Santa for kids to sit on his lap and ask for presents for Christmas. Instead of hiring an actor, though, he asked my Zidi to dress as Santa. And he was perfect for the <laughs> role because he was and still is a rabbi, and he has the awesome. classic rabbi look with the long white beard. So he agreed to the role and became Santa and kids would wait in line to sit on his lap and tell him their Christmas list. And when his turn was up, a little boy walked up to my ZD and said, you're not the real Santa. Santa isn't real. And my ZD being dedicated to the role asserted that he was indeed the real Santa. And the boy responded with, if you were real Santa, then how could I do this? And he tugged. And my grandpa's beard as hard as he could. And my grandpa cried out in pain as the boy's face showed pure fear. (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine his thought process realizing that this was indeed the real Santa. And he had just been a brat directly to his face and gone so far (laughs) as to hurt him. Merry Christmas. And I hope this gets on the show. Ding. Boaz Sigel. So. Oh man, it's classic. It's Not great. getting anything for Christmas, you little brat. <laughs> That's terrible Yiddish, right? Mm. That's great. Thanks, Boaz. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Very good. And my apologies for that accent that I just used. If it was <laughs> offensive, I don't. Hey, I got a story from Aubrey, uh, and this this is about unwasabied peanuts. Okay, unwasabied. It, that sounds delicious, actually. Mm. She says, hey, that story show, my name is Aubrey, and this is my first time writing into the show. Well, thank you so much for writing in. Uh, We uh, were at a family Christmas party. My son is about a year and a half, and he recently found a new love of wasabi-flavored peanuts. Uh Uh-oh. At our Christmas party, there were little dishes full of these peanuts. Well, come to find out, he doesn't like the peanuts so much, but he loves the wasabi coating. So... (laughs) During the party, he kept taking the peanuts out of the bowl and sucking them and putting them back. Uh, The worst part is that it took me a while to actually notice him putting the peanuts back. I thought he was just eating them, and no one else knew what had been going on. So people had been eating unwasabied peanuts all night. Merry (laughs) Christmas, and I hope it makes it on the show. Oh, where is it? There it is. (laughs) Oh, that's... 
I don't know, man. <laughs> it's like the old pastor joke about the pastor who goes to visit yep. the old lady and he sits down and he's hungry and he eats at, he just kind of nibbles and feels guilty about eating the stewed prunes next to the lady's bed. And she wakes up and tells him that she can't chew up the prunes. So she just sucks on them and spits <laughs> them out in the bowl. <laughs> it's exactly like it. I've heard the same story except yeah. with uh, peanut M&Ms. Oh, really? And yeah. you know, the guy's eating away all the, M- the, the, the peanuts. And you said, I think these peanuts are going bad. I'm like, Oh no, those were peanut M&Ms. I just sucked all the chocolate off of them. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Can't be a true story. No, I pray to no, God it's not. No, uh, coffee and candle catastrophe, uh, sit in by Lord Titterington and family. Uh, picture, if you will, a comfortably crowded living room full of Christmas decorations. Some of the younger family members are seated around the floor by the fireplace with its tasteful mantle display of candles and wreaths. The older generation is seated on furniture pushed back to the walls. While general activity and conversations are taking place throughout, it's Christmas morning, and a while and while a few members of the family are finishing up food prep for brunch, our attentions are suddenly brought into focus on my younger brother. As is in his typical dramatic gesturing, he rears back in the middle of some story he's telling, jettisoning jettisoning the contents of his coffee mug all across the carpet behind him. Nice one, bro. Mm. After a slight pause. As we take in what just happened, we begin the necessary verbal assaults on his lack of intelligence and dexterity. Someone runs in the kitchen to grab a few rags and paper towels and try sopping up the unauthorized redecorating of the coffee brown carpet. Mm. Uh, Unbeknownst to all but a singular grandfather, there is yet another incident beginning to make its debut. At some point during the confusion, my brother had placed his empty mug atop the fireplace mantle, pushing one of the wreaths from its original position around the candles. While our attention was still riveted on the floor cleaning, we suddenly hear the cracking bark of my grandfather's yell, Kyle, Kyle, the mantle's on fire. (laughs) Not only, (laughs) not only my cousin Kyle, but the rest of us whip around to find the wreath had begun smoking more heavily than a 12 pack a day addict. With with flames threatening to engulf the fireplace from the wrong end, we quickly moved the wreath and doused the offending candle. Too bad my brother's coffee had already been tossed. We thanked my 80-something grandfather for saving the day and wondered what more might lay in store for us after such an eventful Christmas morning before any food or gifts had even appeared. Side note, this this, this year my uncle offered my brother a fire extinguisher. And banned him from drinking coffee in the living room while the candles were lit. Thanks for another amazing year of that story show. And the joy and hearing and telling stories has inspired me to pay greater attention to my own family stories throughout the year. And I'm grateful to be able to share this one with you as thanks for the countless hours of mirth your podcast has given me over the years, Lord Titterington and family. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I hope you guys have had a great year. It's been a great year. We enjoy doing the show. We love it, in fact. Yes. And um, that is the end of this one, though, unfortunately. Now, I do want to tell you, we do have more Christmas stories. If you didn't hear yours, it's because it's going to be on the bonus content. And in the spirit of Christmas this week. 
The bonus content is free. All you have to do is go to patreon.com and look it up. Okay? That's all you have to do. It's uh, episode 399, and it's called uh, 399 colon stories that we couldn't fit on the show. And uh, mm-hmm. if you listen to it right there, you can uh, you can get it yourself, and that'll be great. If you want to be a, become a patron, uh, you get your own RSS feed where those things are put into your iPod or iPad or phone or whatever automatically, and it'll be awesome. So... Whatever your stories are, email or audio, send them to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Spotify is starting to do reviews, by the way. So oh. that, w- that would be awesome. Join our Facebook group. You can join our Discord. And uh, thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to producers James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. Merry Christmas, everybody, and to all a good night. And ho, 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 that's... Ah! <laughs> Happy Christmas, James. Happy Christmas, Harry.